We take a break from our high school football previews this week to welcome an old friend. Zach Thomas is an Oakdale High graduate and the all-time leading scorer in Frederick County for boys basketball. He attended Bucknell University, where he helped the Bison reach the NCAA tournament a couple of times and was named the Patriot League Player of the Year as a senior. Uh, Zach's played in the NBA Summer League twice, including a recently completed stint with the Houston Rockets, very successful, and he just signed a contract to play overseas for Pissarro, which is in Italy's top division, Serie A. It's a pleasure to have Zach on the Final Score podcast this week. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't get a chance to come home to Maryland very often. I mean, you, you've been playing basketball overseas for, for, for mm-hmm. two years now, so your time right. here is limited. So uh, how nice is it to be here, and, and sort of what do you do when you are here? For sure. Uh, you know, it's always good to be back home. Even in college, I wasn't wasn't able to uh, come home that often just because we were pretty successful, so didn't have any breaks there. And then uh, coming, coming off my first season uh, professionally, um, this is my first time back home since August of last year, so... Um, it's good to be home for sure. And, uh, you know, anytime I'm back, I'm obviously, uh, continuing to work out, train and, uh, keep, keep myself ready to be able to play at any moment. Um, but yeah, so this summer I got back like first week in June. Um, and then I had to fly out to Houston to go work out, work out there in, uh, Houston for a week. Um, you know, just playing with the guys there, met some so some of the rockets and uh and then after that we flew out to vegas for uh summer league for two weeks so i was out there and then uh i've been back home uh after that so like around mid-july and then uh or when, since i've been home just pretty much uh working out um i've been going to a trainer down in baltimore um trained some nba guys down there so it's been good uh, good productive summer, another good experience, and uh, you know, just looking forward to next year. Where, where do you work at? Do you work out in the old high school gym? Uh, okay, well, yeah. So I usually uh, I go to a couple different high schools in, in Frederick County. I've been going to uh, Linganore and uh, Linganore. Oak, Oakdale. To well, oh, I gotta go to Oakdale, you know. <laughs> I, was, but I was gonna say. Also, also, uh, you know, Coach Connor has been letting me in in the in the Linganore gym, so I've taken full advantage of that too so um you know i've just been getting shots up there and then um uh, doing more like basketball skills development training down in uh baltimore and in a bunch of different high schools down there mount st joe's uh we actually went to edmondson which we uh <laughs> i played them in the in the state semis my junior year when i was at oakdale so yeah. that was kind of cool to go there but uh yeah just all the uh baltimore um high schools down there so it's been good well what goes through your mind when you walk in the oakdale gym as a professional basketball player uh it's all it's my favorite place to be you know when i'm when i'm back because you know there's just a lot of memories in there um and i just feel pretty comfortable in that gym so it's always good to get a workout in there and uh see some of the younger guys that were watching me when i was growing up and um just you know helping them out and helping the uh the team out in whatever way i can so it's good to come back and you know i always got to see uh coach conley yeah i was gonna say is he still putting you through the paces and stuff (laughs) (laughs) no not as much anymore you know he's just uh you know we just get together Uh, i got together with him at the beginning of the summer had a little uh little uh dinner with tim so it was good to catch up on everything but yeah we stay in contact uh 
pretty much every year since I graduated. So Right. When you come back here, what are you looking forward to the most? Is, is it a home-cooked meal? Is it just sleeping in sleeping in your own bed, yeah. being in your own house? Like, What's the one thing you really look forward to when you come back here? Um, yeah, I think it's mainly just, uh, just being back around, uh, you know, people that I went to high school with, seeing as many people, um, as I can, cause I know I'll be, I'm not here for a long period of time. So it's just good to catch up with everybody. Are you working out with old teammates and stuff like that? Um, nothing, not, there's nobody really around here that's still playing to be honest. Oh, really? Like, like, I mean, uh, well, Clay, I know Clay's working and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so Clay, yeah, he played in, uh, in college um at Shippensburg and uh you know we used to we used to get some workouts in together back in college and then this year it's been mainly you know I've just been heading down to Baltimore really you, you've, out, you've outlasted everyone here Zach I mean yeah I guess so but uh but yeah no um uh, yeah so. so are you in your own bed your own childhood bed when you're here or i am i'm yeah. actually so this summer i'm i'm uh, i've only been home for like a couple of weeks so yeah it really couldn't didn't make sense to like go try and get a place anywhere and uh i gotta see going forward i don't know like <laughs> like i could be going a different place every year so i don't really have uh um you know a solid you know like place where i know i'm gonna be every summer so this summer i've just been staying uh back in my parents house back in the childhood bed yeah so yeah. it's been good yeah it's well, been I, good. and what, what's your favorite dish that mom makes what's your favorite meal Ooh, uh, oh actually my dad's more of the cook oh really okay, family, okay. But, uh, how, mom, how, how about dad then i mean i got i got a shout out to mom she she gets the she gets a good uh chicken parmesan in there it's Love my that. favorite there and yeah. then Dad. what's your dad's specialty um you know I, i'm always good for a good nice nice healthy salmon and some some sort of vegetable right. i like that mix up yeah too. well what's your diet like i mean as yeah. a player because you have to stay in tip-top shape yeah for sure um i think it's changed honestly throughout uh my college years and then now I'm, as a professional i've i've started uh you know learning more from uh, the NBA guys, they have, you know, their own nutritionists and all that. So Do you have yours? Uh, I don't have one, but, you know, I just I, I like to kind of learn all that myself so I can, uh, you know, kind of control it myself. But, yeah, I mean, like it changes throughout the year, obviously. Um, but So, like, uh, during the off season when you're trying to get more uh, more gains and more, like, add more muscle kind of change you. that's the, that's the kind of lots of chicken right yeah that's the time to change your body so you know you got high protein um carbs to fuel the workouts before usually and then but you, you can't know, go too heavy on the carbs though right uh, i usually don't know so yeah. uh, you gotta you gotta do it you gotta choose your moments smartly with that and then you know you need your vegetables so those are the main things. Are you eating the same stuff all the time? Is it always some sort of fish? Is it always some sort of chicken? Um, yeah. Rice and vegetables and stuff like that? Or Yeah, yeah. No, I mix it up. Um, do you a make little it, bit do of you variety. Do you make it yourself or do you go out? Or um, Mainly, uh, I mean, I mean, sometimes myself, but mainly my dad's helping me out a lot with that. So that's pretty nice. Like, yeah. I had to do that all on my own uh, when I was overseas. But, you know, he's helping me a lot since I've been home. So yeah, it's well, pretty well, nice. You, you called dad and, and he walked you through a recipe or something uh, like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learned, <laughs> learned from him for sure. So I know, like, going forward, I didn't really have to cook at all in college. So because everything was, you right. know, they had everything for me there. So 
this year uh, definitely got my cooking skills up a little bit. Right. Do you have your so-called cheat days where, where you're allowing yourself to eat something that you probably shouldn't or drink something yeah, that you probably sure. shouldn't? Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. you got to have that balance. Uh, if you're trying to be strict on it all the time, it's really hard. But, um, yeah, no, for sure. Definitely got those days where – you know, you gotta let your body recover a right. little bit. Yeah, you eat something. You're, you're burning off a pizza anyway with with all the running exactly. and the, the working out that you do. Exactly, so, it's yeah. hard. It's honest. It's hard to uh, get all the calories that you need. You might be in a caloric deficit, honestly, unless you, right. you know, have a couple cheat meals. So it's, yeah, you gotta have them. Yeah, because you're burning everything off. Exactly, like, you, you could lose too much weight exactly. if, if you're super strict and and, and perfect all the time. Yeah, so, we got to keep yeah. tra- track of it. Last year we had our uh, team nutritionist, so like we had have to go in and uh, get weighed uh, before and after practices sometimes just and, to see how much water. For, like, body mass index and stuff uh, like that. Or, yeah, yeah, body fat percentages, all that stuff. They keep track of it, and then. Uh, they definitely track like uh how much water weight uh you're losing in a practice in a game just to know like you know that's like a big thing as far as hydration um if you stay hydrated you got like you can i can lose up to three or four pounds just in a practice from just water weight so you know, you always got to be drinking for sure. Yeah, and there's pressure with that comes along with all this stuff too, because this is now your livelihood. This is this, oh, is, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is how you pay the bills now. I mean, you, if you exactly. walk in the training room and they say, "Man, Thomas, your yeah. your your body fat index is out of whack here," and then yeah. they, they could they could cut you. I mean, for sure, uh, right? Yeah. So so you, you got to be really on point with this stuff. Yeah, right? it's. Uh, I mean, there's obviously more pressure with it because it is your. You know, that's how you make money over there. So your wealth is your health um or your health is your wealth sorry uh, but uh yeah so you got to keep track of that yourself and uh it's been interesting for me i like it um because you know it gives me more to read up on more to keep track of and now that you know i'm not in school i have pretty much my entire time to focus on basketball so right so you graduated from Bucknell in the spring of 2018? 2018, yeah. Yeah, right. So, so how would you describe your life? How would you describe the journey ever since that point? Um, it's been – it seems like it was just yesterday I graduated. Really? Honestly. Yeah, yeah it was, it's been quick. But, uh, uh, yeah, like so right after I graduated, I jumped into all those uh, NBA pre-draft workouts just with a bunch of different teams and then – summer league last year and then it seemed like right as summer league was done i was flying out to belgium for my first year as a pro and then that you know that you had to adjust really quick to overseas style uh style of play and then you know living on your own for the first time really um in a foreign country so it's uh you know it's been it's been pretty quick um but I've enjoyed it so far, and I'm looking forward to the future. For yeah, sure. I mean, you like learning about these things and trying yeah. out these new things and learning new languages and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, Dutch was uh, not the easiest to learn. I only know, like, a couple words, honestly. Um, how, I, how, how would you get by? Do they speak English over there? Yeah. Or, yeah. The good thing, yeah, because it's such a small country, so anytime that they have to travel somewhere, they have to know uh, multiple languages. So, I mean, a lot of people spoke English um, in my town, and even in the bigger cities, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty common. So you could you could get by pretty easily. It, um, do you have, a, like, a someone on the team that could help you with that, like help you get around and stuff like that, like almost like a counselor-type person on uh with, um, the, with the team that helps guys that are to get acclimated right. to the country you're in okay so 
so Belgium isn't, it's a pretty easy country to adjust to as far as language and getting around. There's some other countries that are much harder that some of my teammates went to actually, that they had their own team translators and everything. But for my team, it was like, uh, you know, if I was with a Belgian, another Belgian player on our team, it's, it was pretty easy to get around. And our coach uh, and everybody spoke English on the, on the board and, you know, the, the coaches and the trainers, they all spoke English. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty easy, but I know my teammate who actually played in, uh, he played in Estonia and then he went to Russia for a little bit. He, they had a team translator for everything because nobody spoke English. So it's, it's, it's a lot different challenge depending on where you're at have you ever traveled had you ever traveled overseas uh, before extensively or was this like your um, really first time like fish out of water a- a- out of the u.s i had actually been over in italy we had, we had a little, little european trip when i was young when i was a younger kid so i don't really remember it that much so yeah pretty much was my my first time over there and i was able to travel a bunch of different places, which was cool. Um, but yeah, it was my first time really, uh, out there. I mean, my mom will, of course, will be like, Zach, you were over there before. Come on. You got to remember, but uh, it's just, I just can't remember it right now. Well, how how old do you think you were? I think I was like, uh, I want to say elementary school. Okay. So you get, you get a pass. I mean, enough time has passed where where, where, where you could, you could forget, um, even momentous events like that. So what would you think of Belgium? What'd you think of the culture? What'd you think of the lifestyle? Um, it's, it's really different, honestly, um, compared to the U S lifestyle. Um, what's the biggest difference? I think just like, uh, the mindset of people honestly it's just different over there come and like you you notice it more i've noticed it more that i've since i've been back in the in the u.s um it's just like a more laid-back lifestyle um i don't know which is good for me i like a little bit of both the american lifestyle is more like not for everybody, but it's more like super competitive, focused on work all the time. Is it a faster pace uh, over here? Like everything's yeah, like now, now, for now, sure. now, yeah, for sure, yeah, yep. Um, and everybody, which I think is good, you know. Um, but I also, uh, I like the balance of having kind of both both those experiences where I've seen a different different culture too. So, how, how's the food in Belgium? Uh, it was good. You know, they they don't have. Um, like a certain meal or anything that I would say that like they're super well known for, but they're obviously known for their, uh, their beer and their chocolate and fries. So, you know, I had to, and the, of course the bells are waffle. Can't, but you can't eat all that stuff. Though. Nah, you're, 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 you're playing basketball. No, nah, I had, I mean, you know, you got to try it out when you're over there. So <laughs> I did. So it was really good. The Belgian waffles were really good. I'm not going to lie. They're basically like so, a dessert. So they've they've earned their reputation. There, yeah, is, is no. what you're saying. Yeah, so. they d- they didn't disappoint. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, so, this has always been your dream, right? To play professional basketball as, as a kid, or or did it sort of manifest itself once you became a really good high school player and a really good college player, and and then um, and then it became a possibility. Yeah. yeah, I'd say both. I mean, I growing up as a kid, I think it's everybody's dream to sort of play in the NBA. Um, but you know it's it's tough to like really really see that but you know as you progress and as I got better in high school you know I set you set goals for yourself and once you keep on setting setting new goals and accomplishing those goals you know you you see um you know like 
who knows what your future could be. So, of course, um, as I got more and more successful throughout high school and college, it gave me more confidence and, uh, um, you know, to accomplish my dream as a kid, which was play professionally. And uh, when did you when did you first start having that thought that I wanted to play professional basketball? How I how old think, do you think you were? Um, like obviously it's, it was my dream to play NBA, but to be I was a little bit more realistic as far as um, going out of high school into Bucknell. I think probably after my senior year of high school is when I really thought. Um, I want to be at a school when, before I commit somewhere, I want to be at a school where, you know, if I have a successful career, I could set myself up for good professional opportunities. And that's part of the reason why I chose Bucknell, just cause I've seen, um, players that have played there, play in the NBA, play overseas and been successful and other Patriot league guys too, like CJ McCollum. He just signed a huge contract. So yeah, I mean, with Portland, right? Yep. So just seeing sort of that was um, one of the reasons I yeah. I chose. But yeah, you didn't have to be a Duke or you didn't have to be a Kentucky right. or, or a school like that right. to, to make it into the league. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, the other part of it is obviously education was a big factor. Um, yeah, I was when it came down to my commitment, it was between you know Ivy League schools, Patriot League schools, and then there were a couple bigger time schools, but I think Bucknell was the right choice because it was great academics, great athletics, and it was, you know, a chance for me to kind of come in and have an impact right away. And uh, I don't think I would have gotten that as if I went to, uh, you know, higher um, level schools. Who were you in the driveway growing up? I mean, when you have the ball in your hand and you're shooting hoops, what what yeah. NBA player were you? Uh, psh, uh, a bunch of them, honestly. I. I watched a lot of tape on a bunch of different guys, but you I mean, my favorite player, Dirk, all of them, man. Like everybody, I don't like. I watched old tape of Larry Bird, all those guys. Yeah, because you know. you're young enough, like, like you didn't see like Michael Jordan's like nah, true career nah. with the Bulls. You're 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 too yeah, young. Yeah, I'm too right. young for yeah, that. He right. he won his. I was born in '96, so he was. You were three years old when he won his last yeah. title with the Bulls, right. or two years old. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, so I mean, I grew up on LeBron, and that's my favorite player. So, um, you know, it's were, been were fun you to watch. were you primarily LeBron? Was was when you were taking that shot in the driveway or playing uh, with your friends? Were you LeBron, or um, or were you were you a bunch of different bunch guys? of different guys? Kobe, LeBron, MJ, you know, all the greats. But uh, you know, you mix it up. And for me, I was uh, when I was growing up, I watched a bunch of highlights on youtube just to you know try and add different things to to the game and develop and just you know you idolize those guys when you're a little kid so um just taking something from their game and you know playing playing basketball in the driveway is what every kid loves to do so. yeah durant oh yeah kd yeah he's amazing effortless scorer great shooter um you know he can basically score in any different way and uh yeah, I was disappointed to see what happened with him in the finals this year, but right, but uh, yeah, no, all those guys for sure. Why was why was LeBron your favorite player? Um, just because he could do everything, and he was just a freak. I mean, you growing up, you think it's like on like watching him, you, it looks unfair sometimes what he does to guys in there. Now I can respect it even more because those guys are all professionals. I know how much <laughs> like goes into that. Um, they're working on our games every day and for him to just make it look like he's playing with kids out there sometimes is it's pretty incredible to watch so um i mean did you have a team growing up because the wizards 
bullets i mean they haven't yeah. been they haven't been that great i mean the sixers are yeah. maybe too far away baltimore doesn't have a team did you have yeah. did you root for players did you have a team growing up did you were you a Cavs fan because you love lebron yeah. or? um i was basically a lebron follower so basically wherever he went i was i was that to the Cavs, that and then the heat fan, and then yeah. back to the Cavs, and now exactly. the, the, the lakers now, now the too? lakers right, yeah. yeah so i'm following that's uh yeah wherever lebron goes i'm i'm a fan and uh yeah so i mean most people don't get a chance to chase an nba career i mean well we we don't know what that is like i mean Mm -hmm. how would you describe the process i mean what's it like so when you graduate from college here Mm -hmm. you go i'm out in the real world now i have to get a job right your job is unique because of (laughs) of what you do just how would you describe sort of getting started in this line of work yeah so uh the first thing to get started in it it was kind of like uh picking an agent and uh deciding on who i wanted to sign with did you have help doing that what agency uh just help from coaches and uh other guys that coach davis yeah all all the coaching staff there you know my parents obviously had a good input and then uh you know other i talked to other guys that were um pros that i know so just trying to figure out what the best fit was for me um and it's kind of like recruiting honestly for college when you get a bunch of calls from agents started happening after my probably junior year of college after we played West Virginia in the tournament um and then basically throughout my whole senior year I had uh agents calling me calling my parents just trying to get in contact with me um and then so you know I had to after my senior year when we were finished I basically put it all off until I don't want to talk to him until like after our season was done there so uh, after we had lost to Michigan State my senior year I basically picked an agent the following week. Um, and then that whole, uh, basically the process of becoming a pro started then. Um, and from there I played in, uh, a couple of, uh, end of the year stuff. I played in the Reese's all-star game for college. A couple of showcases, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the three on three tournament that's, uh, starting to get grow a little bit bigger. Um, down to San Antonio where, where the final four was, uh, my senior year. Um, and I was able to see the final four games there, which was cool. But, um, yeah, so that was that. And then after that, I was, I was, my agent flew me out to Vegas and, uh, I was working out with a bunch of different prospects down there. And then, um, basically was flying out every, every week to different, different team, whoever wanted to, you know, who was calling my, contacting my agent who wanted me to come work out for them. Uh, I went out, worked out with some, several different teams, worked out with the Wizards, worked out with the Hawks. Uh, so I was flying all over the place <laughs> last summer. And uh, did, did you like it? Yeah, no, it was cool um, for sure. And I mean, to just, just to see the NBA facilities and be in there working out with uh, the NBA uh, coaches. And, you know, it's it's really cool to, you know, just be there. You're kind of awestruck once once you get there, but then um, you adjust a little bit, and um, it gets easier as the workouts, uh, as the more workouts you have. I'd say. So. Who, who was who was the coolest person you met uh, in in the initial process? Oh man, that's a tough one. Let me. A- anyone that made you say, "Man, I can't believe I'm talking to this guy." Yeah, uh, I mean, it was pretty cool uh, with the. With the Wizards, John Wall had walked in, and basically I was sitting right next to him at his locker, yeah, just talking to him, and then he watched our workout. 
Um, so that was cool. That's definitely something that sticks out. And then uh, it was cool. I was in uh, at, when I was working out with the Hawks. Um, I was I met up with uh, Mike Muscala, who actually played at Bucknell, and he's been playing in the NBA uh, for the last six years now. So um, it was cool to kind of see him, see a, a, a Bucknell alum, and you know catch up with him. He's He's the all-time leading scorer at Bucknell, so it was good to see see him and catch and, up. A any bit. coaches or executives? The Doc Rivers, a uh, 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 Brad um, Stevens. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, yeah. they're all there. They're yeah. all there watching workouts. Um, Magic Johnson was was he there for the Lakers? Uh, I didn't work out with the Lakers, yeah, okay, but yeah. um, you know, basically everybody's there. And that's the other thing about uh, when you're in summer league too in Vegas literally everybody's there well, so like Jordan, Mike Tantoni's Jordan, there Jordan's an owner well, I mean would, would, would Jordan show up for, uh, for, um, the, for, the, for the for the for the Hornets, Hornets? Yeah. yeah I don't I mean I, yeah. I don't know where he was but right. literally it was, everybody was there I yeah. met I met Yao Ming when I was in Houston no kidding so that's a guy you could act, you actually use, yeah. you really look up to I mean, I, I, unlike most people yeah so. he's <laughs> enormous yeah he's he's a giant for sure um but yeah so that was cool and you know Shaq walked into one of our games down in Vegas, so that was that was pretty cool. And he's, he's even, I mean, Shaq, Yao's, Yao's taller. Yao's makes Shaq look like really, uh, yeah, he looks pretty small next. No to, kidding. Next okay, to Yao, just, yeah. just Shaq's girth. Just I mean, his, his Shaq his, is his size, Shaq yeah. is huge too, but right. Yao's just I don't know. He's just I haven't seen right. anybody like him. And then I saw Taco Fall, and then I was like, yeah, he kind of looks like Yao a little right. bit. <laughs> well, what, what do you think of Zion Williamson? Uh, I think he's you know an athletic freak yeah. and um you know his skill set will continue to develop and in the nba you have a ton of resources and guys that are just going to be monitoring him and helping him out so it's really up to him as far as how well he wants like how good he wants to be and you know based on what i've seen so far it seems like he's got a great mindset and he's a really really good kid so i mean right he's gonna be scary well, i think i asked you about zion because you mentioned taco fall wasn't that just a great NCAA tournament game when oh, yeah, uh, yeah. when Duke played there I was and, actually, and, and it was Taco Fall <laughs> taking on Zion yeah, Williamson. I, rem- yeah. I was watching that. I was up to like 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah, in Belgium yeah, because right, yeah. we were six hours ahead. I remember watching that, and then I practiced the next day in the morning, so that was a struggle. You were probably, yeah, you probably a... dragging in the practice uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the next day. Yep. So. But that was a great game for sure. Yep. Yeah. Are, are you better about the way your college career ended, by the way? I mean, what, what, what did you say to that referee to get that technical foul, if, if, if anything? Because it didn't seem like you said anything. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're watching yeah. on TV, and it didn't yeah, look yeah. like much. What was it? Or uh, No, I didn't, I didn't. I've said worse to referees before. but <laughs> well, were, you, were you shocked by that, genuinely yeah, shocked? Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty shocked. And, I mean, obviously in that situation, can't do anything about it. So you just kind of got to accept it and move on and uh, – yeah, it was a tough way to go out, but you because know, because you, you never, because you never foul out of games, right? No, no, I think that was my first time. I was. Yeah, it was the first time you fouled out of a I game. I think so. It, well, it, it, in on, college, uh, okay. I think I might have fouled out in high school once you, or twice. Yeah, I was gonna say because because you, you're but, good, you're good about not. Yeah, yeah, usually fouling pretty, out, and and, yeah. and and here it is, your last game of your career, senior yeah. year, player of the year in the Patriot League, and and, yeah. and you say something to the ref, maybe it's a quick whistle there. Yeah. Well, and then, and then was it painful watching that last six and a half minutes or so against Michigan State? Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know. I mean, it was in that game. I still haven't even watched that game back. To be Why, honest it's, with it's, you, it's, it's too painful. Uh, no, nah, I mean it's okay. I'm I'm over it now. Like I knew I gave it my best shot. I knew it was, you know, 
obviously, who knows if I stay in that game, we have a chance of winning. Because, yeah, because you guys were in it. Right. It was a close game, and I was I had. I mean, I was doing really well as far as scoring the basketball. So, uh, you know, who knows what happens if I stay in that game? But even even the announcers, if if you go back and watch the game, even they're like, well, like, what did what did, what did Zach do there? Yeah, like, they, I they, think they, they were surprised um, by the whistles too. So it wasn't even f- like I wasn't even uh, talking about a foul call from me. It was from my teammate, my big man, actually, Nana. Yeah. yeah um, right. And I, I don't even, I didn't curse. I remember, I forget what I said exactly, but it was like, uh, I was probably like, Did what you make are you? fun of his mom or nah, sister nah, or I, I think or? I was like, what are you watching or something like that. But, really? You, know. you got a T for that? <laughs> yeah, so it was crazy. My coach, you know, he gave. Lots of guys have said worse yeah, than that. Yeah, Coach so. Davis was uh, pretty upset with that when he got on the ref after that. I'm surprised he didn't get thrown out for what he was saying. Yeah, he, he, but, he didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't take a stand for you there. Not not all the way. Uh, yeah, no, nah, so, he had yeah. my back. Right, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Did you ever consider going to the Mount, by the way? Uh, they had offered me, but I, I think I went up for a visit my sophomore year of uh, high school. Yeah. But um, – Nah, I mean, um, I don't think I seriously consider going there. I just uh, had, you know, some other schools that were interested had offered yeah. me, so right. I just felt like it was a better situation right. um, other places. But. I mean, once you get to that level, Division One basketball, you're at a level mm-hmm. where pretty much everyone was the best player at their high school. I mean, yeah. every, everyone's good. There's no slouches anymore. Right. Was, it, was that right. something that you noticed when, when you were sort of st- starting out as a as a pro player? Yeah, for sure. I or mean, even in, even in college, like everyone's good now. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, uh, you know, basketball, any profession that you're in, the higher and higher you go up, you you realize that everybody's super talented, and it just becomes more and more elite. So, did it go even up another level when you got into the NBA? Some oh, for sure, for stuff sure, like that? Yeah. for sure. I mean, um, it's just a different level. Um, summer leagues different level than college um, it's just all the best athletes that you know had good careers in college moving up uh, so it's just the cream of the crop um, I mean is that intimidating in a way because I mean if you have a bad day you could yeah. look, you could look really bad uh, I think it just makes you sharper mentally and you have to come focused or right. yeah I mean that definitely happens to a bunch of guys if you're not if you're not ready then it's uh, you, you just can't last really so you have to be um, always on your P's and Q's, and always yeah. It doesn't take long. To go. It doesn't take long to get weeded out of of, of, yeah, of, a, of a for of sure profe- something like professional basketball for so. sure. So yeah. you played your your first year with the Jazz in the summer league, right? You were with the yep. Jazz. How did that opportunity sort of come uh, about for you? So uh, I, you know, I had a bunch of workouts, and then uh, after the draft. Um, it's kind of when different teams called for summer league. Um, and I just, you know, I, I went with the jazz last year. They had a great facility. It was great. Good to practice up there. Good experience for me. Um, I didn't really play that much in, uh, last year's summer league with the jazz, but still it was good just to get that, um, experience under my belt. And, um, was Gordon, was Gordon Hayward still with the team? He was not, uh, he he just left. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, Ricky Rubio. um, Right. They were all up there working out. So it was good to just see. Did you meet, meet, get a chance to meet those guys or? Yeah. 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 So I met those guys. Rudy Gobert was there too. So, I mean, he's another 
big seven footer. Yep. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you get to right. the NBA, they're gonna have all those guys. Do you, you ever so. feel like the small guy in the room? Because in normal life, you're not. You're always one of the yeah. tallest and the biggest. But but in your line of work, you're yeah. you're average, right? For sure, I feel uh, definitely more more normal once I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're around like right. like people physically. Exactly, so. exactly. I always feel yeah pretty pretty tall when I come back. Right, come back home. So, sure. so, so what did you take away from your experience with with that first summer league experience with with the Jazz? Um, just talking with a bunch of, uh, of the players, um, just kind of learning more how to be a professional and, you know, um, work on details really. Um, that, I mean, that first year was tough not playing as, as much. I got in like two games, but didn't play that much. Um, and then I just kind of used that experience and helped me, um, have a good, good year overseas in Belgium and then come back this year kind of knew what everything was about and uh it was easier for me to go in and you know make an impact with the rockets this year so i think it helped a lot yeah well we're talking to zach thomas uh, former uh, oakdale high uh, basketball star uh was a great player at bucknell too and is now uh, hooked on with a professional team in italy um yeah i mean so the summer league ends and then you went to belgium right away or sort of how, how did that um, come about for you so I still had after summer league ended last year. I still had um, just probably just under a month before I, uh, before the team flew me out to uh, Belgium. Um, and and how did you learn of it through an agent? You you learned of this Belgium team or this, this opportunity yeah, that came so, about through a connection or yeah no my my agency uh, works on the NBA side and they have uh, a lot of connections uh, overseas and in a variety of different countries so. And were, were you ready for anything? I mean, if they said Timbuktu, were you, were you going to go there? And play, uh, or, no, or, I uh, mean, I wanted to make sure it was a you know a good situation, a good league, so I could continue to improve my career and kind of build, uh, keep building and work my way up. And uh, you know, that's still the goal right now. Yeah, I mean, you played well in Belgium, uh, fourteen points a game, yep. uh, and you shot well too, forty percent from three point range. Yep. So, how do you project as an NBA player? Are you a uh, a three are you a four or i mean you're gonna have to shoot right (laughs) oh yeah for sure i mean shooting is definitely my uh strong point my selling point for nba teams um and i'd be uh nba side i'd be a three guard okay Uh, yeah i mean six seven that's amazing yeah six seven is a three and then oh yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah for sure you have to be able to handle the ball too like Uh, like like probably 10 years before you were born like a six seven guy would yeah. just have to catch the ball around the basket and score yeah now yeah, he has so. to be, be relied upon the shoot and yeah. it's, it's amazing how much the game has changed yeah the nba is uh nba game is definitely evolving into a style that honestly i think is is, is good for me because it's a lot of space in the floor um if you can shoot you have you you know it's a it's a great value to have and um you know being a being able to guard multiple multiple positions is is also um, you know very valuable in the NBA. So um, that's kind of what I'm working on going forward, and even in, in this summer is just working more on guard skills, becoming more of a three. Right now, overseas, I'm playing three and four, um, but definitely you know as I go up higher and higher levels, I'll be transitioning more to a three guard. So I've been working on. Um, you know, a lot of ball handling skills, coming off ball screens, all sorts of different reads. So it's been good, and uh, I've liked the progress I made so far. Yeah, I mean, the athleticism in the NBA is just mm-hmm. off the charts. I mean, what's it like playing with and against, like, the best athletes in the world? <laughs> uh, it's it's 
entertaining for a lot of times um and it's pretty crazy um when you see some of the plays that are being made what was the most jaw-dropping thing that that you've seen <laughs> mm, uh, that is tough uh i mean it could, it could even be like a warm-up dunk or something yeah, like that i mean or, the warm-up yeah. dunks are crazy um and obviously super impressive but i've seen so many guys that just have a ridiculous amount of athleticism that you know those those dunks are impressive, but it doesn't it doesn't you, wow you as much you, as like you, yeah, yeah wears, in game it, it, when it's the, like the effect wears off. You like sort of yawn right. at like LeBron like yeah, doing a behind the back exactly. dunk uh, in, in, in the last line. I mean, line still and stuff. still amazing, <laughs> amazing to see, but uh, definitely like the in game um, dunks posters are are crazy sometimes. You don't have you, you don't been, expect. Have it. you ever been posterized before? Oh or, yeah. Or, or, or posterize someone <laughs> uh yeah i mean both i think the you know the higher level you play it's, it's in gonna, basketball it's, it's gonna it's, happen right yeah, it's you, bound you, to happen you, yeah you're not gonna be able to uh, avoid it right yeah no you can't avoid it but, so, uh, so how long's the season in belgium how many how many games did you get in uh, there before you came back to the states um our season was close to 40 games so okay. it's, it's, it's it's roughly half the nba season yeah, yeah so it depends on where you're playing at um there's more games um, other places but it's it's slower as far as the number of games per week and and it's definitely spread out because it's um different leagues have different length seasons but most of europe is like a 10-month season okay and is the in the travel it, it's it's manageable it's yeah it's, uh, yeah uh, you're, you're going by train or plane or for or belgium or? so belgium was nice because it's pretty small it's actually like size i think it's about the same size as maryland yeah um so it's it's pretty small and we were able to take a team bus basically anywhere so um the longest trip was like three hour drive so it was perfect um we did all day trips there but for italy i'll be you know flying different places yeah and, and traveling up the day before and how do things work in the serie a uh, league yeah. uh, is, is the season longer um um it's a similar length um i think our first game is either end of september or early october um and then it goes usually to may and depends on how far you do or how well you do and uh, how far you go in playoffs um do you know guys on 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 this team or in this league i mean will, will there be some familiarity uh, for sure for you? uh yeah. the league is is really good um there's some really really high high level teams in the league and uh really good players so a lot of ex-nba players um you know, and uh, my team actually today just signed Dewan Blair, who used to play at Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's a there's a bunch of good players there, and uh, looking forward to it because so should be really good competition. Help me help me get better. Are you guarding other threes? Are you guarding fours or, or both? Or um, uh, just when you both. play defense, yeah, doing both. But um, because I'm kind of a mobile four, uh, a lot of coaches will go switch one through four on ball screens um and that way you know it's just a lot easier to switch out on the guys if if your fours are mobile enough to keep point guards guards in front of them uh instead of having to do hedge ball screen defense and that kind of stuff so you've been on the go since you graduated from college really have you have you had a other than like now when you're home yeah. have, have you really had a chance to take a break i mean did you go right yeah. from belgium to to houston and and got got in summer much. league there okay yeah i had like two weeks home and then i was flying out to houston uh yeah and then right to summer league and then i've been back for a little bit now right a couple weeks now um and then i'll be out <laughs> i'll leave on august 16th 
to uh, Italy. So it's been crazy since and the, uh, and the season ends. The, and and the season ends in Italy when? Uh, well, it depends on I how mean, far pl- you go, but playoffs, it's usually yeah. like mid May, end of May. Okay. Um. So. So it's like a it's like a school year. Uh, it's almost. Yeah, yeah, it's long. It's a long season, and uh, you know, other countries have shorter seasons. Uh, I know Australia has a shorter season. China has a five month season. So. And are all the games within the country? Or, I mean, do you play other international? Uh, there's or, international yeah. competition. Um. But for my my team this year, it's just within Italy. So yeah. Yeah. And then, and with the Rockets, you played well. I mean, mm-hmm. t- t- ten points a game. Did you? Did it finally feel like you were gaining some traction uh, when you were with the Rockets? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I've had the confidence and just to, you know, for the team to have the confidence in me to play me, um, and then for me to go out and produce was definitely a, you know, a good step forward. And um, they liked um, what they saw, so it was good um, as far as building a relationship and hopefully a team that I can. Uh, get back to in the future was there was there a moment you said i'm actually playing pro basketball it could be in college mm-hmm. uh, and or since in your professional stints where like i'm actually doing this like um, my my dream is sort of coming true here uh yeah i mean i don't really think about it too much because you know it's still basketball for me but uh right. yeah you sort of think have to step like outside. F- you sort yeah. of have to step outside yourself yeah to, to, and to appreciate it it's right. tough i don't like usually when you're there i'd like to try to lock in but um, yeah right well, I'd, I'd say probably the like last year is the biggest biggest time where i like had those first couple nba workouts where i was like yeah this is kind of crazy but right oh, really cool obviously Right, so you're gonna play in Italy, and then I guess you'll try, then the planning. I guess to talk to yeah. some NBA teams after that. And for sure, for yeah. sure. The plan is right now to, you know, go out in Italy. It's it's probably a, depending on who you talk to, top five, top three league outside the NBA. So it's a really good league, a uh, chance for me to grow as a player um, with a with a um, you know good team out there, and then. Hopefully the goal is obviously it's been the goal since I was a little kid is always to get back to the NBA. That's been my dream. So um, it's what I'm working towards every day. And, you know, it's getting closer in sight. So it's uh, – It's like the light at the end of the tunnel is getting a little bit closer right. a- every day, uh, right? Right. But you just, you know, you just keep your head down and continue to do your work. And, you know, you just got to trust that everything's going to – uh, work out and uh, you know that hard work will get you to uh, where you need to go so. and, and, and Houston sort of become like a training base for you right because that's where a lot of NBA players live in the offseason and, and train in the offseason so yeah. that's, a, that's a good place to be isn't it yeah there's a couple of different cities as far as where a lot of guys like to go um, you know Miami uh, Houston, Vegas, LA, usually like, somewhere warm. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the NBA is a winter league. Warm so in a, in a pretty cool city is usually is usually right. pretty popular. So yeah, um, but um, you know, like I said, since I haven't been home too much um, over the last five years or so, I, I decided for like the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, just to train around here, be in Baltimore, and then uh, you know. Um, get ready for Italy. Have you had family and friends come see you play in, in Belgium or uh, in, uh, yeah. in, in, in the summer league? Yeah, yeah. so uh, my parents and my brother and his wife were actually able to come out and visit me in Belgium. And then that was like over December, like late December. 
um and we were able to travel there we were able to go to paris and uh see some cities in belgium which was really cool brussels um, ghent bruges we were able to go a bunch of different places which was really cool to have them out there and be able to experience that um yeah so yeah and do they come out see you in vegas or anything like that when you're playing for these summer league yeah, teams yeah yeah um yeah so i you know I'll, I'll, my parents flew out for a couple games out there they didn't stay the whole time but and my brother was there for a little bit right yeah um, i mean you're all in all these cool places belgium yeah. las vegas i yeah. mean these, these these aren't bad places to be playing basketball for for right. out for people that aren't doing it like family sure. and friends too, for sure so. yeah no it's been I, I, italy now so yeah i'll be living on the beach in Italy, so I can't really complain. Yeah, you know, it's I, brought we, me some good places. Yeah, basketball. we have to talk about this because uh, I mean, because you don't have to be in the NBA to live a pretty fabulous life right. as a professional basketball player. Like these overseas gigs yeah. are, are are pretty good. You can make yeah. some really good money. Number sure. one, sure. and then the the team takes care of your. Mm-hmm housing right your, your board right yeah so uh, meals most meals are taken care of too mm-hmm. and they give you a did i hear you say they give you a car too yep. so yeah so mainly i mean usually housing is you know they give you an apartment or a house depending on you know if you're married or you, you have kids or whatever they usually get you a hookup there and then uh cars usually included yeah so and then some free free meals but you know it is different than uh, the NBA as far as resources, um, like some of the, a lot of the teams over there aren't like on the same level just because the NBA guys, the NBA has so much money. So it's right. just, you know, it's, it's still a great no, situation. But, but there's, still, there's still great money in, oh, in, yeah, in, in for these sure, situations for sure. too. So. For sure. No, um, that's why a lot of guys, even NBA guys are starting to turn down the minimum contracts in right. uh, NBA and you know, well, a how lot about, of guys have been signed How about overseas. college players, like kids that they could yeah. come to the league out of high school right. but that's the new but trend instead of going to college maybe they'll go overseas and, right. and make some money yeah so. some high school guys are you know instead of going to college right away now they're going overseas because there's good leagues where you can develop there and that's that's kind of how european basketball is like the younger guys could uh that grow up over there overseas could be playing a couple years professionally and they could be 19 years old yeah, I um, mean, have that experience under their belt, which is is really good. I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, Terrence Morris, uh, who w- played at TJ in Maryland yep. and played yep. in the NBA. I mean, he played in Spain and and yeah. lived there. he was living on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And, and the team was paying for everything. So, yeah. so this is a really great thing for you. I mean, because yeah. you're getting you're seeing the world on someone mm-hmm. else's dime, basically, and 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 exactly. doing well financially yourself. Exactly. So. Yeah. So it's a it's a good deal, and at, at the same time, it's you know it's good to be able to travel and see all those different places, get the different experiences, um, you know, have, uh, you know, just kind of see new cultures and, um, try, try to learn a couple different languages. Uh, yeah. How, how's your, how's your Italian right now? It's, uh, it's, you know, it's in the beginner stage. We'll, okay. we'll keep it at that, but, uh, you gotta talk to me at the, when I come back, I'll how, mu- how, how much can you say in Dutch? <laughs> like nothing, nothing? Like, okay. I, so all I your, gave all up your, on that all, all your time there you, you yeah. didn't pick much well up, so. i even like i tried to ask some of my my belgian teammates like just to just to get a couple phrases and like they were just telling me 
it's it's a hard language to learn. So I, right, <laughs> I it, was like, eh, it's okay. Does Italian seem more formidable, or for sure, or, or, yeah. uh, it, it's even worse than Dutch oh, no, in, in no. terms of learning. I think or, yeah. I think Dutch has to be one of the harder languages to learn. But yeah. uh, no, I think Italian will be a little easier for me. So what you throw an app on on in the yep. on the Bluetooth in the car or something like that yep. and start no. practicing some phrases or I've been doing uh, it. I've been doing it basically. You know. Um, Whenever I have downtime, recovery time, I've just been got a couple apps on my phone, just trying to learn that way. It's similar to Spanish, which I know a little bit of. You so. can't really learn it though, unless you're around it all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, right? it's a great place to practice when right, you're yeah. when you're living over there. So, right, um, definitely looking forward to developing that. Where hopefully. where will you be in Italy, by the way? Uh, so Pissarro is like. Um, Eastern coast near the Adriatic Sea. Okay. So that's so near, near the beach. Or, yeah. So yeah. I mean, my apartment is literally right, right on the beach. So I have views. No of kidding. The, yeah, the, of the Adriatic Sea. So it's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Be there next. And, and next the rent, Saturday. and you never have to pay the bill. The, the rent, doesn't, right. the rent never shows up. Exactly. Yeah, right. So, so only expenses are pretty much food right. when I'm over there. Right. And what are you looking forward to the most about Italy? I'm sure the food's got to be high yeah. on the list. Yeah. Oh, so. food. I've heard I'm, really I, good things. I'm sure you could get a good plate of chicken parmesan oh, over, for over, sure. over in Italy too. Yeah, so. might beat mom's, but uh, but is this like? Won't tell her. But Italian food here is this like? A, do you know? I'm. I don't know if you know yet, but is it like fake Italian food or is it like how authentic is? italian food here do you know Mm, from what i've heard it's you know i mean i've heard it's nothing compared to yeah you know i think everything's handmade pasta over there so right like stromboli here is not like stromboli (laughs) uh in in italy or something like that probably they they, they, they probably laugh at our stromboli over here right probably (laughs) yeah i'm not sure but (laughs) i can imagine yeah yeah so and and just seeing 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 what's what's out there too right Yeah. yeah yeah so i'm looking forward to traveling there's a I think Venice is like an hour drive from where Pessaro is, and, and, uh, and, the, and the train system is pretty good in Europe too, right? Where you can get yeah, around by a train. Good. Uh, yep. Spain, England, mm-hmm. all all those places seem like a short train ride. Yeah, away, that's so. the that's the best way to do it. And you know, like I said, when I was in uh, Belgium, it was pretty. I mean, it was like a three hour drive to Paris, two and a half hour drive to Amsterdam. So I mean, a lot of it's closer than than you think. So. Right? Did did you make? Have you? been to paris and all those places or no i'm sure you haven't had time yet so uh yeah yeah, no i mean when i was over in paris um and during the holidays with my parents and uh, my brother and his wife that was pretty cool pretty cool to see all the different you know we went to all the different touristy sites over there and uh it was pretty cool to be over there and then uh, amsterdam was really cool as well So this doesn't have to end with the NBA, right? Like it's not going to be a failure if, if if you don't if you never reach the NBA, right? Uh, no. I mean, obviously that's my goal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. gonna keep working towards no, it. Uh, no, ab- ab- absolutely, right? But but you're, you're but you're still doing pretty well. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, even though you're not quite there yet. For sure, so. for sure. Um, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of guys that you know have great careers overseas, and you know you can go travel all over the place, make good money and be in a great situation. So, um, you know, obviously. Where, where we'll, do you think you'll live when you stop playing? Do you think you'll be in the States mm, or overseas or you'll fall in love with somewhere else to, or you don't even know yet? It's yeah. tough to say. It's early, hopefully, in my career. It's when it just turned 23, so right. uh, hopefully got a lot of years ahead. But I don't, I don't really – I'm not really sure yet. Um, does, does the clock tick faster as a – 
pro basketball player just because your career is not not as long. So you, I mean, uh, you don't necessarily have thirty or forty years in your career like right. like, like some jobs. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, yeah, you got to just make sure every year is is uh, useful and and valuable as far as advancing your career and. You know, you want to be, you want to enjoy it at the same time. You know, so you gotta, you gotta find the right balance um, where you're on a good team and uh, in a good situation, or and then you know, continue to develop your career and each year get better. Hopefully, you ever been to a soccer match uh, overseas? Ah, uh, I haven't. My brother was giving me crap for not for not doing that. Um, you're gonna but, have uh, to get the one in Italy. Yeah, then, well. So. I, sh- I should have gone to a Belgian national team game because they're yeah. really they're really good and uh, a couple of my teammates did but I, I regret not going to that um, but uh, I definitely will try and see a game in uh, Italy this year well, 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 what's the crowd like at these basketball games uh, overseas pretty passionate or yeah, uh, yeah. for sure um, and I think it depends on what country you're in too um, because you know basketball is not as popular as soccer over overseas but um it's it's definitely but growing. it's way more popular though like, it's gro- like the, since the dream team yep. days in 92 it's yeah. come a long way so the the game is definitely growing and uh it's a it's a, just a unique atmosphere like my home gym in in belgium there's like five bars like built into the uh, the arena and they're like literally the fans are in there a lot of, a lot of the game it's a smaller it was like a probably four thousand seat gym but um, you know the fans got super rowdy. It was it was a good environment there, and uh, you know it was it was just different. Um, they're pretty knowledgeable too, so um, you know it was it was a good atmosphere for sure. And you have to be like night owls to get your NBA fix, right? Because all the games come on in Europe at like uh, yeah. two, two two in the morning and stuff like that. Right? <laughs> That's so. for basically any any television because right whatever well, you want to watch, you gotta you know gotta make sure. you you record it or or have some sort of setup where so you're uh, you know you're, how to get it so you're watching like march madness like in the yeah. in the middle of the night and stuff like yeah that. there was so. a couple games i had to stay up for and uh i was up pretty late but uh it was it was worth it i think and then what do you have yeah. like a morning shoot around and stuff like that or is it like the nba or um so like our schedule changes throughout the year preseason's the the busiest time of the year and yeah. then as the year progresses there's it gets less less intense as far as practices, number of practices, and uh, that's kind of how college basketball goes too, and any sort of professional basketball. Um, but um, usually, it's at the beginning of the year, it's like two pra- two practices a day normally, and uh, then as the year goes on, it's like one practice. But you have your conditioning, your lifting, you got all that to to manage so but you're busy. you're used to all this by now though right yeah on, 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 no on like some level, i so, think yeah. i think college pretty much prepares you right. for almost every high d1 or division one school is doing right a preseason that's challenging and then um you know hard practices throughout the year lifting so You've um, been teed up before on national TV. You, exactly. Uh, for, exactly. Uh, fouling, so you, so there, there's nothing. There's nothing that could phase you at, 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 at this point. It would seem. Yeah. So. No, you took it nervous so. before games. Uh yeah, just like a little. I think it's just like just normal. Excite- no, normal yeah, stuff. It's yeah. not like it's just like the little butterflies. Not like oh yeah. no, this could really no. Nah, I mean badly. <laughs> right, <laughs> put in yeah. the practice and the work. You have confidence, but right. Uh, it's like an, it's more of like a excited um, feeling, I'd say, just right. to like I'm uh, I'm out here playing basketball for a living for another 
another day and, and then, then, once, the ball, and then once, once the ball goes up it, it all Just goes away right up, yeah. locked in thinking about strategy thinking about defensive calls um offensive execution so yeah you forget about it right away Zach Thomas, thanks for coming in, man. It's been yep. great catching up with you. You're gonna have to come back here now and, yep. and speak some, teach us some Italian. <laughs> Tell us how the pizza is and, 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 and the food, and uh, just we wish you lots of luck, man. Yep, thanks for having me. Yep, my thanks to producer uh, Graham Cullina for producing the podcast. I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department, and we'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm.